what you did was right. Except for one thing. Hmm? I should have taken you with me. Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two disturbing minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. Yes, you're going to do it. I, I, what? Should I introduce I, myself? We don't know yet. Yeah. Do you introduce yourself? I'm basically... Oh, well, yeah, I guess we, yeah, yeah, I guess we already established that I'm the f- fifth beetle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I am Melanie. Hi. <laughs> welcome back, Mel. And we also have from Cobra Kai Companion, uh, welcome back, Peter. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you guys for having me back. Thanks for coming. Uh, uh, we, we figured uh, you were the chosen one for this week of minutes. <laughs> I like that. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, for for Since your listeners, you have a close uh, yes, personal yes. relationship with Yuji. So <laughs> I, I, I think I'd say so. I mean, close enough, um, closer <laughs> than most, uh, really. But um, yeah, for those that don't know, those of your listeners that I'm referring to, uh, I, I'm a big Chosen fan. So people have their, you know, Johnny Lawrence as their favorite baddie, or their Mark, Mike Barnes. Mine's Chosen. What, what is it about Chosen that you love? Um, I'm a big fan of, of Part Two, and I've shared the story that. Uh, Chosen's personality, like aside from the, you know, psychotic part, you know, the, the playfulness, <laughs> always smiling, kind of reminded me of, of my uncle who always, always, always disrobing. <laughs> you know, right, yeah. Your yeah, uncle well, disrobed? <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, you know, like he, we shared the room together. So if he addressed in front of me, didn't think anything of it, but, <laughs> um, but built like Chosen. My, my uncle worked out, he had the packs, but always smiling, you know, just playful guy. That's so. Funny. Kind of reminded me uh, of him in that aspect. Nice. But awesome. also, um, you know, like in, in the 80s and 90s, there wasn't like a, a huge cry for it because of, you know, stereotypes and stuff. But, Asia, I mean, representation does matter. And Chosen is just, a, you know, another one of those faces that looked like mine. Um, and there wasn't a whole lot of them uh, growing up. You know, we, I, I had Rufio, uh, Data from Goonies, which is also short round uh, from Indiana yeah. Jones. But not, not a lot of characters that look like me. And, and Chosen just happened to be one of them. And he was a bad guy. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, he is an awesome Asian bad guy, according yeah. to uh, some <laughs> of the short films I found online. There's a great one that I'm going to try to make sure uh, to post in our social media accounts this week of um, uh, Yuji and Tamlin uh, showing people these guys had to do the tomato scene. <laughs> yeah, well, really well, I mean, the uh, entire film is available on Amazon Prime. Uh, I, I believe it's under 40 minutes or, well, it's definitely less than an hour. But, um, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, it, that That clip, is um i think it was like a like a special feature but there is that awesome asian was it awesome asian bad guys um yeah. where there's a little story and yuji and tamlin kind of reprise their, their characters from karate kid that's fun yeah uh but yeah we won't get to that scene till uh <laughs> i think wednesday right yeah but um uh oh actually 
Friday, the that that, ex, that exact moment. We won't be talking about till Friday, but today we are talking about minutes 54 to 56 of the Karate Kid Part Two. They begin with Miyagi and Yukie bonding, and and with Kumiko uh, recognizing something in the drum. Um, so we got a little bit of your history with uh, Chosen, but uh, how about just Karate Kid Part 2 in general? Uh, would you say it's better than Part 1? Would you say you prefer it? What's your standing with it? Uh, those, those are uh, really good questions. Um, you know, like, every, everyone, I think it's hard to deny the first movie. It, it, it's it's a, a obviously a classic movie as well. Part 2 is the one that I, uh, you know, the... Gosh, that cliche expression of like, I wore out the tape, you know, the credit kid two is the one yeah. I watched the most. I would say, you know, they're very much one A, one B, you know, how do I feel that day? Do, do I want to watch more Daniel, you know, more Daniel versus Cobras? Or do I want more of a Miyagi story? Um, you know, the credit kid part two is also very much my back to the future part three, where that's more of Doc's vehicle, more of um, Doc's story. Um, I, that's that's how I view part two. It's like you know, part two is a lot more emotional too, not not as much fun as the first one. So it just depends on the mood. And I remember having uh, visited the Cobra Kai set um, almost two years ago, uh, down to the day here. And mm-hmm. after that visit, I watched part two in a completely from a different, a compl- a completely different perspective. And I, I think it hit me a little bit harder now. Uh, kind of having been inside uh, Miyagi Do and standing in front of the picture of Miyagi, um, it, it definitely really changed my experience in watching the film. That's so cool. That I mean, well, I mean, how about Karate Kid Part Two versus Cobra Kai? Uh, let's see here. Well, I, I still have seen the Karate Kid Part Two uh, more than Cobra Kai. Um, surprisingly, I, it definitely has more time on it. Uh, Cobra Kai. You know what? Cobra Kai is still going on. So, <laughs> you know, kind of hard to say. Like, you know, if you come up with a list of, you know, uh, your your favorite TV shows, I, I don't think you could put Cobra Kai on that list yet because it's still continuing, right? Like, I, don't, I don't think that's fair. That was a um, great dodge to the question. It has, it has <laughs> the possibility of either becoming a the worst show known to man. Or the best show or ever. Or the best show ever. It's yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, look. Look at Game of Thrones. You know, it yeah, lost yeah. so many people that last season and those so last few tough. episodes. So yeah. not to say that, you know, Cobra Kai is headed that way, but you know, you you just don't know how it's gonna end. It, is it satisfactory? So, you know, I can say that Cobra Kai is definitely the best show on TV now, you know, for now. So mm-hmm. we'll 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 see how it goes. But um, you know. I would say Cobra Kai uh, better than Karate Kid Part Two. It, it's just it's more fun, more fun, and you get you get all the legacy characters right. So even uh, Chosen and Kumiko in a uh, in, in just a little bits there. Did you? Yeah. I feel like Robin for you. It'd be like choosing between your children. Which one is your favorite child? No, I think Robin's gonna say Karate Kid Two is definitely. <laughs> you know, no, my okay. wife. So we... your middle child is your favorite. Got it. <laughs> You know, it, it. People don't want to do it, but you can do it. I mean, I my my wife made me choose one. <laughs> Your wife made just, you choose a child. <laughs> yeah, well, we were kind of just like all like laying in bed watching the kids play, and you know, she's like, "Which one's your favorite?" I go, you, "You can't do that." She goes, "Yeah, you can. Just pick one." <laughs> like, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> you have the same favorite child. 
uh yeah but i think her decision like her choice kind of like influenced mine i was like yeah you're kind of right you make good points (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i think it ultimately it really came down to like who was the most difficult in like you know that first year uh we still have one that's nine months old but just in comparison, he has been the most calm, the most chill, the one we can leave, like, not, like, unattended, but uh, he plays independently very, very well, like, in the living room, you know, if you need to tidy up the kitchen or, you know, prepare things. He's uh, The other ones were a little bit more, um, not clingy, but you kind of want to keep an eye or they won't let you put them down for extended so you know there's parameters that you can use to kind of make those type of decisions so look you know uh, i was Going asked about it scientifically <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Karate yeah. kid 2 or cobra kai well you know i'm having cons. the most cobra fun kai is more fun Karate kid 2 is more demanding got it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go what if cobra kai and Karate kid part 2 were both trapped under a log during a hurricane <laughs> <laughs> What would you do? Which log would you have to split? I feel like keeping in mind that like, Cobra Kai doesn't exist. With I feel like apparently, crime. apparently Cobra Kai can, you know, like is very good at like playing independently. So you would think that they would be like very self-sufficient. <laughs> so Cobra Kai is su- self-sufficient, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the and uh, Karate Kid Two needs your help. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just saving See? Karate Kid Two and yelling back at Cobra Kai. Okay, Cobra Kai, slither, slither from <laughs> under the log. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Cobra Kai uh, or Karate Kid 2 uh, obviously came and went. Cobra Kai still has room to breathe. So you saved that one, right? You got to yeah, yeah. karate chop that <laughs> yeah. log. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's still I, young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, All right. I really love this next Karate Kid is, uh, Meanwhile, next Karate Kid is screaming from a bell tower. <laughs> <laughs> and no one climbs up there. Fortunately. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, going back, did you say you, you visited the uh, Miyagi-Do set? Yeah, um, cool. the Miyagi-Do set is uh, right there, too. So I got, I got a video walking around in the backyard. And, nice. Okay. Um, I got a picture in front of, you know, rule number one and two, uh, the Miyagi picture hanging up. Oh, um, the, the cool Miyagi sign, Miyagi-Do sign. If, in, let's see, I think that's located in the front of the house. Well, maybe maybe you can answer this question I had last time uh, we recorded. It hasn't come out yet, but uh, in uh, Daniel's dojo before Miyagi's photo, like, does he have the lineage of the Miyagi's? And before his Miyagi, is it Miyagi's father? Did did they actually have that up? Those photos uh, were not up, Um, Uh I believe. Because when I was there, that was right before they started filming season three. So not a lot of um, not a lot of the sets have been completely decorated yet. Ah. And even where I was, you know, and it was really crazy to see uh, in season three. This isn't spoiler, but um, well, I mean, three's been out, right? Like if yep. you haven't watched three it's by fine. now. Yeah. So yeah, we've already covered it. Yeah, the, the the one sequence where Miguel, uh, you know, kind of just leans over and looks at that Miyagi picture. I was like, oh, I'm having chills because I did that same thing. But um, <laughs> the table that's right in front of that photo, like the, you know, uh, candles or whatever, they those were, I believe, probably in a box just right next to that table. But not nothing was necessarily dressed. Even when I was inside the Cobra Kai dojo, I had to hold this one picture that I couldn't share until the um, the release of season three, but I stood in front of the uh, fear does not exist in this dojo because that would have been spoiler. 
but I also stood in front of a picture of Kreese um, by the entrance, which was actually later on moved inside his office for filming. So even when I was there, they they weren't like, okay, this is exactly the way things will look when we start filming. It was just yeah, yeah, being dressed and um, John and Josh, who were currently at the time uh, out of town, they had to come back and kind of just look over things and make sure that everything is placed where they want it. Cool. So awesome. I, that was probably the only spoiler I saw was stuff here does not exist in the dojo. But we knew that, you know, the dojo was going to be under renovations. Yeah. Well, since we're on the topic, before we get back, get into the movie, uh, what can you share about uh, uh, season four that you know about <laughs> and they've told you? Uh, no, no one's told me anything, but sure. uh, I, I do know. <laughs> I mean, I know some things that uh, I'm not supposed to know, but but that's not from official people. Um, yeah. I I had to restart an Instagram account because someone reported me for quote unquote uh, impersonating somebody else. Uh, but I did at one point have over thirty two thousand followers, and I had people who claimed to have been extras during the filming of season four that shared things that I I did not want to hear. Oh um, wow! Yeah, I want to hear and, them. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe off mic, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not putting that on anywhere anyone can hear for now. So, yeah, yeah, um, you know, and yeah. we saw like the the big one spoiler video that somebody was filming from like a parking lot. I, I think many of us saw that. Um, but obviously, Terry Silver does make a return um, for sure that I do know. And that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I, we did, are, I, I did hear of one. Other possible oh, guests, guests, uh, guest cast member or whatever, but I, um, really hard to say whether that person will make a return, um, in the universe. What's the is? Are you talking? Were you, did you? I'm sorry. Did you say he or she? Oh, I, I didn't say. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> but uh, I, I definitely want to let everybody know that uh, you just uh, recently put up. I mean, actually, it's probably a month ago by the time this posts, but you put up a uh, interview with uh, Thomas Ian Griffith, and uh, I thought it was really good, and people Thank should check you. it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, right? We scored, like, the first interview in <laughs> I don't know how long since his last one, if he's ever had one. <laughs> All right, so let's get back into the movie. Uh, we're actually back where we left off on Friday with uh, Miyagi singing to uh, Yukie their song. Uh, and we have the uh, the camera sweeping over the harbor, and we see the palm trees blowing in the background as the sun sets. And you know, we talk a lot about uh, Miyagi ASMR. And if there was ever an, a Miyagi ASMR moment, this is this is definitely it. Like it, it <laughs> even has video going along with it. You know, <laughs> yeah, him singing. And uh, yeah, Peter, we thought it was kind of odd that. Uh, the song that he's singing to Yukie is the one he was singing uh, in the first movie, and he was all upset about his dead wife. But then we f- we find out here that that song was his and Yukie's song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, man. Um, you know, perhaps, perhaps in that first movie he was just so drunk and kind of just mixed it up, you know. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's really hard to say exactly. Um, Maybe. Maybe he's just terrible at romance, and he found one thing that worked one time, and he just recycled it. You know, that's possible, too. <laughs> you know, he just knew the one song. Um, this song, I don't remember the title, but 
I don't I don't I think it was either one of my mods or somebody did find like a um a, a, an audio clip on YouTube of yeah. what's probably the original song. So it is available yeah. out there. Yeah, I played it during I played a little uh, clip of it in the uh in our first uh iteration of Karate Kid oh. Minute. Uh it's called Backstreet Life. And uh, it is not by the Backstreet Boys. It is by oh, uh, Takio Abe. Takio Abe. So now, now I'm wondering if that's where we got the idea from. Was like one of your episodes because I know oh. you share a lot of similar listeners too. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's <laughs> yeah. what somebody heard it. They shared it in our group. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Um, all right. So if you notice, the harbor we're looking at is encircled by kind of like a skinny reef lined with trees. Uh, this is uh, Kalu'u Pond, and yeah. I think I did okay. <laughs> and the, the lighthouse we keep seeing boats. Uh, uh, the, no, sorry, we the lighthouse we're seeing, uh, I'm assuming keeps boats from hitting that skinny reef because uh, you know, what we're supposed to think is that this is like you know, the Okinawan coast, but really it is a, a, a large pond next to an ocean. <laughs> in hawaii but uh oh god if you want to take a google earth field trip to the area which is what i did when i was making my notes you basically look for uh oh god kamehameha highway kamehameha kamehameha don't you watch dragon there we go (laughs) no i don't watch dragon sorry okay And yeah, that stretch between, if you're looking at Google Earth, you looked up the highway, that stretch between the 7-Eleven and uh, Aloha Ke'akua Chapel is where uh, Tomi Village was, from my estimation. I think the chapel is actually built on what used to be the helicopter pad, uh, but I could be mistaken. Um, but Mel has, Mel has some cool trivia. I have some cool trivia, not about Hawaii, but about uh, Okinawa. Actual Okinawa. Uh, So apparently the sand in Okinawa is star-shaped. And it's several, like, tiny, tiny, like, uncertain beaches. And it's just so, like, tiny, tiny, tiny little stars. And apparently they're, like, they're, like, skeletons of marine life from 550 million years ago. Wow. That doesn't, sound, eerie that doesn't sound comfortable to step on. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm looking so, at it, and it almost looks like some sort of bacteria. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was actually, so I was looking at Google Maps and Google Earth because I was trying to think, I was watching the scene. That you, they bring the camera around, and then we're focused on Miyagi and Yukie standing there. And I'm like, are they standing in front of a pro- projection screen? I, <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it, it's it's kind of lit like it is a set. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's so – they're so, so well lit, it, it looks almost unnatural. I, I'm choosing to believe it's not a, a projection screen, but, you know, I could be mistaken. Sometimes if you put your, like, your – um. Oh, what's it called? Uh, oh, I'm blanking on the word. The uh, the the setting on the camera that changes the the background and makes it blurry. If you make the background too Filter? blurry, no. Oh my God, not shutter speed, not ISO. Focus? No aperture. Aperture. Or... 
Yeah. Yes. Hmm. If you change your aperture and open it right up and, and you get the black the background really blurry, uh, it can make the, the subject in the foreground look like they're not there. <laughs> I've I've uh, I've made that mistake uh, filming things before when I'm like I made the black the background too blurry. It doesn't even look like the person's actually there. Like, why did I go to the location if I was going to do it? <laughs> it? Is that almost? It sounds almost like uh, motion smoothing on a TV. You know, like yeah. when people have <laughs> yeah. it turned on. I remember watching uh, a Harry Potter movie before I even knew what motion motion smoothing was. I'm watching it at a friend's house and going. On your TV, it looks like this was filmed for British television. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. OPB like, or it's something. It's so weird. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a home movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the song takes UK back to her younger days, and Miyagi asks why she never married, and she says uh, quite simply that he never came back. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's your life, I guess, UK. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Sounds like uh, a waste to me. <laughs> What do you think about this, Peter? Like, do you do you, do you find the one person that you love, and then just if they go away, you just give up? <laughs> You're done. I, I mean, I th- I think it's a it's a very sweet gesture, but it's like really like you were just waiting for the one man you, you never knew was ever coming back. Um, I say, hey, go on about go on with your life. Well, we've seen this stuff in like the Notebook, um, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people continue on with their lives. Um, but you know, like when Miyagi does come back, it's, it's, it's a little, I mean, it's never too late for love, but, um, you know, they're well, they, they can't start a family or anything. So I say just, yeah, live your life. Um, there's nothing wrong. You, you don't have to stop loving somebody just cause they're gone. Right. But the way she kind of puts it, she's like, yeah, I never married. It's because, uh, you didn't come back. You were the one I was marrying. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I like to believe that UK just, you know, she's still, flirted with some romance here and then here and there, but then it just wasn't what she wanted and it never worked out. Yeah. I mean, she's probably just putting it lightly, you know, like you could absolutely be 100% correct. Um, and, and she may have, but ultimately like they have not been, um, there hasn't been another man like him. Right. No, Yoshi, uh, Miyagi. The real issue with this scene is they're not speaking Japanese and there's, I guess, I mean, like it's, it's already questionable when Daniel's there and he's not being addressed and there's just two Japanese people speaking between each other, but Daniel's probably in bed at this point and he's nowhere to be seen. (laughs) Why aren't they speaking Japanese? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, there's no other explanation, but. That I can think of. The benefit of the audience. That's it. Clearly, yeah, Miyagi has been so far removed. You know, he speaks broken English. You know, she's just helping him out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Miyagi also gets a little bit of catharsis uh, by hearing what his father felt about his leaving. And luckily, Yukiya gives him exactly what he needed to hear. (laughs) Lame. It was so lame. (laughs) Like, I, yeah, you, he thought you were right. No, he wasn't right. <laughs> I don't know. I truly hope what she's saying, which is he loved you very much and what you did was right. No. Like, I, I, I'm really hoping that she's saying the truth because, I don't know, to me, I'm thinking Nomu McCarthy, who plays uh, uh, Yukiya, she's pretty good at this acting thing because she takes her time thinking about it. Like she, and, and it, you, you can, the way she kind of like waits in between 
and or pauses in between thoughts. It's as if she's either remembering something he said to her or she's making it up on the spot to make Miyagi feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it could be like a translation thing too. She wants to make sure she's saying it correctly. Yeah. You know, maybe oh, yeah. She, yeah, she doesn't doesn't necessarily mean like, oh yeah, he he agrees with you. What you did was right. Maybe it's more like he, you know, he came to terms with it and understood why you left. You know, um, and is fine with it. Uh, in the shooting script, instead of uh, Miyagi asking uh, how his father felt. Uh, this exchange happens where Yuki actually just says, tell me about your life in America. Miyagi says, I have a home, a garden, same as I would have here. And then Yuki, uh, almost like Miyagi, almost like implying, like, I would have I would have done this all here with you, but I, I had to leave. And, I, you know, I'm sorry. It could because Yuki says right after he says that she just goes, what you did was right. Like from her point of view, what what he did was right. So Yeah. So she understands, too. Yeah. But that was just an original, uh, not in the movie. They decided to give him a little bit more, you know, hearing it, hearing it spoken through Yuki from his father. It I, maybe means a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, considering his father just died. Um, I just can't believe that he never wrote to her ever, <laughs> or anyone, or anyone. Not even his father. Like, come on. I know. Like to me, like that's not okay. Like. I mean, unless, like, he wanted to cut ties with his father completely, but I don't know if that was the case. So I mean, his father did nothing wrong. <laughs> it's confusing right. to me, like, this whole, like, plot, part of the plot line is very confusing. Mel, we just don't understand honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but That's, that's definitely know. a theme here. Um, yeah. It, it could also be, you know, he was trying to help his dad save face. You know, you know, he thinks that what he did was cowardly and for him to leave the country, the woman is the woman he loves. Maybe he himself was embarrassed and just, just, you know, didn't why, why reach out? You know, if he, if the well, reason he left, uh, the reason he left was to kind of escape. But, I mean, you don't know if your son is alive or dead. Yeah. I think he always kind of knew. How could you know? The Hard Netflix prequel series that yeah. um, I have been pitching this entire year. Yeah. I mean, the scenes we're going to see of, uh, you know, middle-aged Miyagi Sr. Uh, traveling to America and, and watching his son from afar. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and I love it. They, they, they are, they're also Buddhist, you know, spiritual people. Um you know, Miyagi's father could have gone to see a toddler and they're like, oh, yeah, he's still alive. You know, this is, something could be uh, retconned in, in this story for sure. This is exactly why you need to save Karate Kid 2, because it doesn't know how to save itself. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow. Uh, just, like, just the plot lines that don't make sense to me. I'm like, you have no logic, Karate Kid 2. You can't think yourself out of this one. <laughs> Yeah, well, they just wanted to go to Hawaii, so I can yeah, I can understand. Just a couple extra lines. Probably we wouldn't be asking the same question so many times this year. Uh, about, oh yeah, about nobody intentions. knew. Uh, you know, thirty-five years later, there's going to be people podcasting and dissecting it at a minute-by-minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Miyagi might have got some validation here, but he does admit he was wrong about one thing. Uh, he should have taken Yuki with him. And 
I love this. This like the score swells, and this is so romantic. But I, I guarantee, when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, get back to Daniel." <laughs> to me, these like people that, are old. That whole sentiment. Oh, they're too old. Though, again, the whole sentiment of him saying like, "I should have brought you back," felt empty because spoilers. Mm. He doesn't. <laughs> he, he doesn't yeah. at the end of this one too. Yeah. Yeah, like it's like what, like why? Mm. Then what's you know? Mm. Why yeah, say I that really, if you're not gonna, you know? At this point, watching the movie, you probably honestly think that either Miyagi is gonna take Yukie with him, or like just settle down in Tomi Village. I mean, we see him like working in the village later, and you're like, oh, he's getting back into, you know, helping the village. Why wouldn't he stay here if? if not for Daniel. Like, I don't, I can't think of any other reason why he, he'd want to move back to maybe he just likes living in the States at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder if, you know, just because of how um, the credit kid three was a cash grab, you know, they, they didn't even kind of, I guess, marry the, the things that happened in part two with part three, you know, since part three was originally supposed to be Kreese's story. Um, I looked it up because I was curious, but I was thinking, well, well maybe Nobu McCarthy had passed away by then. But no, she lived on until 2002. So mm. she was definitely a- around. But yeah, how, how do you bring um, Yukie, you know, to, to the U.S. in part three and kind of work her into that story? Because I, I don't know if anybody would care, because by then it's about Kreese and his redemption and obviously the introduction of Terry Silver. So I bet you there's something they could have done, but I, I think just the way the things that happened with part three, they weren't able to kind of incorporate that in. It would have been nice to see her like in one yeah. or, or even like, or even like getting the uh, Lucille scene, which is like Miyagi calling her. <laughs> she's in another place, but she, you know, they still have that relationship. But we don't get just... that scene. We don't get uh, cousin Louie in Cobra Kai. <laughs> right. Or I mean, maybe we still but, will, you know, that's true. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Yukie smiles, Miyagi takes her hand, and we get the scene ends, and then we go to a close-up of the hand drum. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of funny that Daniel decided to take this drum from the dojo, and rather than just kind of practice there, he's just going to do it in the middle of the road here here in Tommy Village. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely taking the show on the road. <laughs> he looks like a dork. <laughs> <laughs> And then I thought, oh, maybe Miyagi's renting out the dojo to a yoga class. You know, it could have been that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what, what was Daniel doing? Was he walking somewhere? Or was he like, hey, I want to go study this drum a little bit more. Let me just go stand out in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's that's basically what it, it I mean, because he's not on his way to anywhere. He's just out in the street doing it. I mean, it's a very, not not a very busy street at all, but. It you is know, just right in the middle of the village. Maybe we're missing a cut scene where Miyagi and Daniel were walking, and he saw uh, Yukie. He was like, "Daniel-san, you, you you wait right here." And, and then we got you know the previous sequence, right? And Daniel's just standing <laughs> in the middle of the road. It's like, well, let me just bust out this drum and figure it out. You know, we're no? we're okay. dancing we're dancing around out. it. We're dancing around <laughs> it. I have a feeling that Daniel went back got the drum and then saw a sock in the door and was just like, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. I better go uh, learn the drum uh, away from this place where I can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. That's the universal sign for something. If I knew one, yeah. <laughs> uh, because you know, they, they, they're being they're, they're He's singing to her is being romantic. And then, you know, by the end of the week, we'll see that they, they go, get, get right into the tea ceremony. So, Hey, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
so we back away from the close up of the hand drum. We see Kumiko approaching as she's uh, uh, greeting a guy who seems to be on his way out of town because he's carrying a suitcase. And uh, unfortunately, this this week is another week uh, that I don't have any translations for the scene. Um, But yeah, if if uh, anybody listening knows what Kumiko and that uh, man say to each other, then like, hi there. Hello to you, too. And they just keep walking. I have no idea. Um, I assume Kumiko is saying good evening. And the other guy's like, I am out of here. Your boyfriend destroyed the vegetable economy and I don't have a job anymore. (laughs) Daniel's the real bully. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, oh, uh, there's some moments here from uh, the shooting script that uh, happened here that weren't filmed. Uh, Some farmers notice what Daniel is doing and uh, start. Tell me they laugh at him. (laughs) <laughs> they 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 chuckle to each other. Yeah. Uh, they they think uh, it it the script says it's, it's like as if they know what he's trying to do and keeps totally missing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was mm. like, oh, it's that Miyagi uh, drum technique. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at that forerunner. <laughs> I well, I mean, everybody in the town knows it. We'll find out at the end. Everybody pulls their drums out. They're like, here it is. Yeah, uh, we're ready. Um. And uh, another moment from the shooting script that didn't make it into the film uh, is in reference to something that was deleted. Uh, Kumiko and Yukie uh, previously fed uh, Miyagi and Daniel uh, some uh, what they 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 called in the script exotic food. And uh, Kumo Kumo Kumiko <laughs> asks if. Uh, if the food was too, and then she goes, what's the word? And then she says exotic. And then Daniel says, exotic is my middle name. <laughs> and then of course, Kuma goes like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, it, it means like you like something a lot. And then she's, and then he's like, do you understand? And she just goes, no. <laughs> so, that, that tracks with all of his dad jokes. <laughs> and then later they call it back and she says, Daniel is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah back to the actual film Kumiko uh, can't help but ask what he's doing and he says uh, I'm practicing uh, some moves see and then Kumiko says what are moves and uh, I don't know about anybody else but this reminded me of uh, The Last Dragon oh yeah yeah show, <laughs> have her show you some moves or whatever the line was <laughs> yeah the very uh, yeah that 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 whole thing like have her show you some moves and then they're at the end of the uh, the movie uh, he's yelling to her to the balcony during while the, uh, the glow is playing, uh, blaring. Uh, and all of a sudden the music cuts out and, and Bruce Leroy goes, can you show me some moves? <laughs> and everybody in the club laughs at him. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Daniel says it's karate, but Kumiko says it looks like her whole bone dance. And then Daniel starts worrying if he's doing something wrong. So... Uh, that's it for this two-minute section. Uh, did I miss anything? Did, uh, anything you guys wanted it. to talk about? No, I think you touched on everything. Not a whole lot of, like, um, you know, it's mostly dialogue, so not a whole yeah. lot of researching really needed. Uh, right. you know, this, the song, and, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah, this week uh, I was very tempted to start researching a bone dance and tea ceremony. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm waiting for the moments to research those. <laughs> right, I totally get it. What about the drum? Have you considered looking up uh, the history of the drum drum mm. toy? Uh, I could, yeah. Is, is that a request? I could do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, just wondering. 
not yet. No, I think I mentioned the name of the drum and when it first came up, and of course I completely spaced on it. Um, but Matt can't remember it either. So, um, but I don't uh, know if I ever knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Tycho uh, drums. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, if wrapping up another two Karate Kid two minutes is wrong, then we'll have to do the right thing and come back and talk some more on Wednesday. And uh, thank you for joining us, Peter. For uh, sure. Do you yeah. want to come back on Wednesday? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And uh, of course, it's uh, Monday. I got so it. It's a Den Den Daiko. That, I said that. I said that. I'm pretty. Uh, here, I'm going to edit you out and put me back in. Like, here's a clip <laughs> of me saying it, and you didn't hear it. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> edit. <laughs> Uh, Peter, did you want to uh, let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs? Yes, uh, on Twitter you can find me at Cobra Kai Pod. Uh, not to be mistaken with another podcast, that's uh, Cobra Kai uh, Pod Show, which uh, is Cobra Kai Pod. Uh, but also, if Instagram is your thing, you can find us at Cobra Kai Companion. Companion is both the K. Cool. And uh, uh, folks, uh, thank you for listening. And everybody, thank you for hanging out with me today. And until next time. <laughs> Looks like a bone dance.